This is it, people. This is what you've been waiting for. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. The podcast for everyday people with everyday problems trying to find everyday solutions to accomplish everyday goals. Let's start the show. You, 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 welcome to another episode of Everyday Celebrity Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Owande. Today is a special occasion. We have a rising, a rising star in the fashion industry. Um, she's here to explain her upbringing, her life, uh, from the streets of East Oakland <laughs> <laughs> to the runways of Los Angeles. She goes by the name of Margarita. Am I saying that right? I'm saying that right, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I might be your first um, town artist, I think. I think uh, I looked at all your other podcasts, and I don't think I've seen another person from that actually Like fashion artists? No, everybody <laughs> I, I interview is from Oakland. Oh, okay. No. Well, I don't know. Well, they're well, all. Some people were from like Vallejo and like Connecticut and all mm. these other places. And I didn't realize how many people outside of <laughs> Oakland were in Oakland. Well, you it's know, crazy. this is like a melting pot yep. of people. Mm-hmm. So you were born and raised in Oakland. Yep. Born and raised in Oakland. Um, born in Highland Hospital. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know where that is, but it's where, like basically. I've been out where, here for years. Where people like that don't have insurance. I'm yeah. born, so at that time, like my for all the like the one night, the one night stands and shit. Um, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it wasn't my mama though. <laughs> yeah. Your parents are uh, still together. Yeah, yeah, they've been together for like forty years. Damn. Long, long time. And you are uh, Mexican. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. Yeah, my ethnicity is Mexican. Both my parents are from Mexico. From like the central part of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know a specific town? Yeah, I've been there hella times. <laughs> um, What's the name of the town? So it's like both of them come from a town that's like population a hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not. It's like small little towns. One, my dad is from Guanajuato, and a small little town within that state because Mexico has like thirty-two states. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like the U.S., they have like states as well. Um, but like my dad's from Guanajuato, the state of Guanajuato, and then a small little town next to a kind of big city called Benjamo. And then my mom is from Zacatecas. Mm. Yeah. Do you have a big family? <laughs> I'm Mexican, of course, <laughs> of course. I probably have cousins that I don't even know that live around my area. How many siblings do you have? Five. Five. Well, including me, it's five. You're the youngest? No, I'm the oldest. Actually. The oldest? Yeah. Okay. Tough. All right. So, you, uh, growing up in, so you grew up in East Oakland. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're still in the same place from when you, you're still in the same childhood home? Um, I'm in that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. For now. For now. <laughs> Did you go to Oakland High? No. I went to the... The school that nobody wanted to go to back in the day that everybody Castlemont. wanted to transfer. Yeah, Castlemont. What year did you graduate? <laughs> um, 
three, four. How do you yeah. not? You don't know. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a while. Who forgets yeah, when they graduated high school? Two thousand three. Yeah, I think okay. two thousand three. And then you left, and then went to fashion school. I went to like a trade school for a minute. Um, kind of because like I was pressured by my parents to like pick something, mm-hmm. pick a school right away. And uh, I'm not going to say that was a bad decision, but I did learn from it. And it was like a like a trade school that was like an 18 month program. But I what just, trade you know, was it? It was fashion design, but oh, okay. it's just kind of like they didn't really. It wasn't the best school and it was expensive. So were you into fashion or back then? Or, I mean, because you said you were pressured. Were you pressured yeah, to go to I, was, I was into fashion. It's just that I don't think I was ready to, like, be fully, like, serious about it. Or I mm-hmm. didn't have, like, the confidence to You wanted to fuck around and shit it. after I, I was still hella young. Like, I was 18, 17. So uh-huh. I kind of just wanted to kind of live my life a little bit before I went to school. But then I started hearing my parents say, well, you need to like either work full time or go to school. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go to school. So what I went were to you school. like in high school? Um, what was I like in high school? Yeah, yeah. Was you like a wild girl? Nah, I actually wasn't. Yeah. I was like the more responsible one out of my friends. Mm-hmm. So like some of them would get high or drunk and I'll be like the one telling them like, Oh, you kind of need, you need to calm down a little bit. Like taking them to like their house after they got drunk at school and like holding their hand, like while we got out the bus on the 8th and (laughs) AC transit to walk them to their house. Uh, I was more, I mean, I cut school. Yeah. And, um, I did drink once in a while just to see how it was, but I wasn't like, I guess you could say I wasn't like a square and then I wasn't like a bad, like I was in between. Mm. Like I, I was still responsible, but I still had my fun. Okay. Yeah. You got good grades and all that? Yeah, I had a 3.0, like all throughout high school. So what uh, trade school, what's the name of the trade school you were at? <laughs> it doesn't even exist anymore. It's like uh, called, it was called Brooks College. Oh, okay. In Sunnyvale. And you finished that? I did. And when you finish that, do they give you what, what, like a certificate that you finished or what? Yeah, How's they give you a certificate. So you had a certificate in fashion design? Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, I wasn't like mature enough and I still wanted to kind of live my life. So I didn't really take it that seriously and I didn't mm-hmm. really pursue it the way I should have after I graduated. I, and I think I wasn't like. I didn't think I could do it either, even though I already had like that little degree that I had. Yeah. yeah. Did you continue school after? Or was that just, that was it? I did years after. Like, I want to say maybe like three or four years after. You had an FIDM? No. Um, I actually, <laughs> I was hella mad because I found out that College of Alameda had a fashion program mm-hmm. as well. And it was like hella more cheaper than the trade school that I had went to, mm-hmm. which in the first place I should have just went to Alameda, but I didn't know yeah. that they had a fashion school and I didn't investigate too much on it. But so I looked into that. So I ended up going to Alameda for that fashion program to mm-hmm. transfer to want to transfer to SF State. Okay. To get the because I only had from the trade school, I only had an associate. So. 
And as I was looking to see like the openings, like from internships and jobs, all of them wanted a bachelor's. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with this? Does know, SF associate? State have a good uh, fashion the uh, fucking classes or whatever? Because I, I just it, it was cool. No, a lot of people went there for fashion for some reason. Yeah, um, it it was cool. I think it could be better. I think there's things that they need to do in order to like have a better program. Mm. But overall, I feel like I I fit in with that campus, and I like I like being there. It was cool. Okay. It was inspirational because they had like. Um, I know that was the first school to have the ethnic studies program. So, and that's kind of like my other little passion. Like, yeah, I'm a wannabe activist, I guess, on the side. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, uh, did you didn't ever think about like going to school like out of state or anything? Like going studying in Paris or something? Yeah, I thought of, I've thought of going to New York before or Paris, but. I was like, I don't know. I thought I was too old. I'm like, I'm too old for this. I can't be like going all the way over there. So maybe if I was younger, I would have. But no. But you know, age. There's huh? no age limit on education, right? I know. I know. But it's like, you know, people are always saying like, I guess society in a way wants us to think like, oh, you have to be like a certain age to accomplish a certain thing. And then once you're not that age, you should be moving on to another thing. Or, you know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They have this. I just saw on the news today there was this fifty uh, year old who just graduated from USC. I know. She was, uh, Where was she, it at? She was, uh, she was USC. She was uh, Spanish also. USC. That's um University of Southern California. California. Okay. Yeah. She's in her fifties and she just graduated. Damn. So it was on the news today. But yeah, That's she was uh, she just graduated with a master's I think and. Um, like it was something that has to do with working with kids, but that's cool. They I interviewed her because she was old as fuck, but she you know, <laughs> she, she, she still graduated. Yeah, that's what sucks. That you know, like that kind of stuff happens in the in the workforce. You know, they don't take people because yeah. of their age or yeah. whatever reason. So how was uh, how was school for you, like college at SF State? Yeah, were you like the only? <laughs> latin woman in uh, one of the few programs one of the few ones like there wasn't that many it was mostly i want to say like asian or white um a little bit of black people um yeah i want to say i was probably one of the few latinas do you think uh the fashion industry um your nationality is uh represented like it should no no <laughs> it's it's and it's discouraging. I always complain about it to people, and I always give props to like Latinas that I see in the industry because mm-hmm. I think it's important to see yourself in different industries, or I guess not positions of power, but just like seeing yourself reflected in different industries where you're passionate about, and you could like have a better life once you're in it like a more fulfilling life and when you don't see yourself in those industries it's, yeah. it's discouraging so. what are some uh aspects of the fashion industry that uh can change do you think to have yeah. equal representation mm-hmm. for uh minorities black and brown 
Yeah. And what's some aspects? I mean, what are some, like, should they have more models that are Latin? Or should they have more designers? They or? should have everything that are lends more black and brown. Because mm. everything is centered, like, whether it's unconsciously or not, it's always centered around, like, you know, the Eurocentric perspective. Yeah. Like, it's always... And I understand, yeah, okay, fashion was born in Europe, blah, blah. But, like, I feel like it's supposed to reflect, like, the diversity in the world instead mm-hmm. of, like, just being white people. But... I think it should be like they should definitely have more Latina and black models and um and then just like I understand I mean a lot of Latinas and brown women we come from a background a lot of us I'm not gonna say all of us, but a lot of us come from like, you know, working class background, so we don't have those opportunities maybe like white people and more privileged people do and i think that's why a lot of us get discouraged yeah to even be in the fashion industry yeah but um yeah there just needs to be like more um emphasis on like art and fashion in schools when we're like in elementary and high school so we could grow up thinking like okay i can do this because you know like i grew up with this kind of program in school and like they told me i could do it you know like more empowerment Uh at an early age so more people could pursue it so who are some uh people that influence you um like overall or like the industry anyone um well definitely like selena i don't know you know selena of course you don't (laughs) of course you don't everybody knows who selena is right yeah, she's all over your don't. fucking Instagram, is she? Yeah, <laughs> I love her. I love her. She's actually one of the reasons why. What, I what is it about Selena be... that like is that Mexican people are like think she's so special? Think she's so special? I mean, she, she is, is special, special, but why? <laughs> I mean, special. I think Malcolm X is amazing. Yeah, but there's a reason why I think that. So why do you think Selena is so like special? Well, I think because our community sees ourselves reflected, especially women see our ourselves reflected. Finally, she took up space in the industry that like wasn't there for brown people before. Mm-hmm. So like you would never hear like an overall in a Latina have a, the career that she had, the visibility that she had in both American and Mexican a music was she big in, in american music when she was alive was she what was she like really big in american uh, music because i never heard of her until like Jennifer no Lopez actually right fucking... before she died she was gonna release an english album yeah i, I remember that i remember yeah. she came out with that one song that i can fall in love <laughs> that song yeah but a lot of yeah. people didn't hear about didn't know about her until the mm-hmm. jennifer lopez movie came out yeah, I mean, because of what happened, I think a yeah. lot of people started hearing her her story. But, yeah, she was just, like, dope overall. Like, she had, besides being a singer, she was a fashion designer. I don't mm-hmm. know, a lot of people don't know that, but she had her own boutique. So when I saw that as growing up, that, you know, a woman like her that looked like me, that had her own business, that yeah. had her own vision and clothes and stuff, that inspired me. And I'm pretty sure a lot of Latinas felt that way, too. 
Do and you- she was just like genuine too. And she was like, she had a lot of values, like a lot of family values that we share as a community. So I think that's why a lot of people can relate to her. Do you base your, uh, uh, like the way you make your clothes, do you base it off of her look? <laughs> yeah, basically. Like uh-huh. that's one of the influence. Like every time I design clothes, I always think like, okay, would Selena wear this in 2020 <laughs> or like, <laughs> would she wear it now? Or like, is this influenced by her? Like, mm-hmm. I always think like, oh, I would have wanted to design for her if I, if she was still alive or something like that. Do you make clothes with, for like girls with the fat asses and all that shit? Um, I mean, all girls. Uh. Well, so my last collection, th- my graduating collection from SF State, basically on purpose, I wanted it to be like different types of girls modeling my clothes. Mm. So I had like, and also different colors. Like I had, um, I had t- a Central American girl. I had a Puerto Rican girl. Um, I had a mil- Middle Eastern girl. Like they all were like different colors and shapes. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, that's what I want my brand to be like in the future. I want it just to be like different kinds of shapes, colors, ethnicities, and all mm-hmm. coming together. Like, I don't want to know. So you don't have a, you don't have an actual, do you have an actual brand now? I'm working on it. Yeah. What, uh, what do you have a name for it? Just my name. Okay. <laughs> Just my name for now. <laughs> Just my name. So how many, uh, fashion shows have you done? I want to say like four. Four? Yeah. What was the hardest, like, show to put on? The one where I graduated, the graduating fashion show. That was actually inspired by Selena, too. It was called Selena in the Town. Selena in the Town? Yeah. Like Selena in Oakland? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I wanted to combine, like, my my influence growing up in Oakland, but then being Mm. from the perspective of, like, being a Selena fan. Yeah. So I wanted to merge the two together. Mm -hmm. So that's why I called it Selena in the Town. Nice. (laughs) And why was that the hardest uh, one to pull off? Because I had, like, five classes that I had to worry about besides like having the collection, mm-hmm. working on a collection. And that in itself was like time consuming. And I had to work also. Mm-hmm. And I had an internship mm-hmm. and I was part of like a fashion club. So I was trying to like spread myself out too much, I think. And, but it, that's why it was hard. Cause it was just finding time to do everything by yourself. It would have been nice if I would have had like two other people helping me. Yeah. I would have been like less hard, but. So everybody, cool. everyone in your program had to have a, a, a fashion show to graduate? Yeah, you had to, you had to show at least three looks okay. in the fashion show. Yeah. So what do you make the best? Do you make like skirts the best? Socks mm. or some shit? <laughs> I, feel, uh, I feel like I make jumpsuits and jackets the best. Okay. Yeah. Just because I feel like they could be a little bit more, um, I don't know, you could elaborate a little bit more, put more, like they're not as basic, I guess, as you could say, like uh, some pants or Uh, shirt. Do you make men's clothes? No, not yet. Uh, Not yet. Why is that? I'm not really interested in making (laughs) men's clothes. I don't know. All right. (laughs) Maybe in the future. What was the uh, easiest uh, show that you put on? 
that everything went smoothly and shit. I know everything doesn't go smoothly, but mm. you know what I'm saying. Damn. None of them. Yeah. <laughs> None of them. They're all. It's just people don't even realize how much work it is to actually make clothes. Like mm-hmm. people just think, oh, you know, you just take measurements, you sew it up and then that's it. But no, there's so many elements that you have to take in consideration when you're making clothes. When you're making clothes, do you just uh, make the shirt or the pants or whatever and then just find someone that can fit it? Or do you find someone first and then make it to their body? Um, well, for the fashion shows that I did, I had to take measurements of each model that was going to model for me. Okay. So then off taking those measurements, I had to do like what's called like patterns. So I put them, it's like the measurements and then, um, you kind of make the basic shape on a paper Mm. and you kind of put like the style that you want on the paper first and then you take it to the the practice fabric, which is the muslin fabric, which is kind of like the prototype before you actually put it into the fashion fabric. Because you don't want to waste like fashion Why fabric. Why is it called muslin fabric? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> have you ever, has this ever happened to you where you took measurements of a girl at the start of uh, this? Mm-hmm. And then by the time the fashion show comes around, she comes back. She can't fit the fit the dress because she was like <laughs> drinking beers and shit. Uh, did it happen? No, actually, no. no. I've been lucky. Would you get pissed if that happened? Like if she showed up on the day of the fashion <laughs> show with a little beer belly? Damn. Probably. Mm. Probably. I'd be like, you know, you know, where it's supposed <laughs> to be a you know model you know what happened and i would have probably had to like add some fabric to yeah. her or something <laughs> like yeah. I don't so you know, can just make up some shit on the spot i guess so i would have to yeah. do that okay. <laughs> yeah where do you uh <clears throat> what kind of fabric do you work with the most or do you like working with the most i have a love and hate relationship with knit fabric stretch mm. fabric I love the way it looks. I love like the way it's comfortable on the women's body. And I feel like women are more confident with it on than like versus like a woven fabric, which is not stretched. Yeah. But it's just hella hard to work with, to be honest. But I like challenges. So Mm. I just be working with it. And it's it's my favorite. I like it better than like the non-stretch fabric. What are you working on now? Well, mask. <laughs> mask. Mask, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Everybody's making masks now, I noticed. But mm. yeah, I'm still making them. I'm getting a lot of orders. But I'm trying to minimize my time making them because I don't want to just make masks. Like I wanna get back to my grind. Do you work out of your house? Um, no, actually one of my family members has like an extra room that they let me use for like all my studio work Mm. so i I work in there okay yeah what is uh like name some name one person but i mean besides selena that you uh think and dress like very well Mm -hmm. let's see let's see i mean i like how rihanna dresses Rihanna, um, who else? Aaliyah. 
Mm. Aaliyah, I really liked Aaliyah style. Tomboy. Yeah, I like look. I like that she was real like versatile. Yeah, I like that look too, actually. Yeah, like she it was, was like a nineties look. Mm-hmm. All the girls used to dress like that back in the nineties. I know, I know. I kind of like. I guess I kind of dress like that today too, mm. <laughs> a little bit. But um, yeah, she was just hella versatile. She was like tomboy, but then she was like really feminine. So. Mm. That's how I like to dress. Like, I like to dress tomboy sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I like to dress sexy. Sometimes I like to dress, like, comfortable. I don't like to be, like, the same all the time. Mm. Have you ever traveled outside the country? Besides Mexico? Yeah. Um, a co- I want to say a couple, several times, actually. Yeah. Where'd you go? I went, besides Mexico, I went to the Dominican Republic, I went to the Bahamas, I went to Barcelona, I went to New York, Miami. Um, so you, you, you're like a beach Cancun. girl. Yeah, I love the beach. Okay. Like, I feel like I was probably in my past life, I was like somewhere in the beach, like some Caribbean girl or something like that. Mm. Yeah. You know how to swim? No, no, ironically, no. You just, you just sit on the beach? I just sit on the beach. You don't ever get in the water? I get in the water, but it's like, you know, until it, the water hits me to a certain point. <laughs> I'm like, okay, past that. I'm not going past that because right. I guess I got a little bit of a phobia or something. I don't know. <laughs> so are there any, uh, uh, you know, in any job, there's people who like try to step on your toes and like, Stab you in the back and shit like that. Are there any fashion wars with uh, in that industry? Like the people have beef with each other and shit. Oh, like that one movie? Uh, you probably never watched it. It's what usually movie? like a fashion movie that everybody watches. Uh, the devil's the devil wears Prada. No, uh, I mean I you know. Probably heard of it. I heard of it. Yeah, I never watched it though. Yeah. So you're talking about is that like, a true story? No, I don't think it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it can be, actually. Mm. Um, yeah. Have you ever interned with someone like that? Not not to that extent. Like, I've interned in places where it wasn't that great of a situation that I went into. Mm. Um, but it wasn't to the extent where, like, it was like, oh, this lady was, like, throwing coats on people's faces and like in that movie yeah. devil's work product but yeah there's competition there's a lot of competition and some people are not good competitors i guess you could say like they won't help you out if mm-hmm. they can so who's your favorite model to work with model I wouldn't say I have a specific model. I just like working with women that, like, they have a good spirit. Like, that they be, like, confident in my clothes, that they're happy to be there. Like, I don't know. I just like working with good spirit, like, women that are positive and like to take care of themselves internally and physically. Are you a feminist? I, yeah, I guess you could say. I don't want to put me, myself up there with the women that are really like about that life. Mm-hmm. But I I agree with many things. Like, do you want children? Maybe, maybe not. Not like five kids, like my mom. No, <laughs> that's yeah, too much. That's, 
That's, that's whatever Mexican woman says, and they end up having five kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that a lot of them do at a really early age. You got actually. nieces and nephews. Yeah, I got hello mm. nieces and nephews. Okay, yeah. big family. So you they're say mixed too. They're, there's a lot of mixed um, nephews. Oh, they're mixed, mm-hmm. like mixed race. Yeah, mixed yeah. with what? Black with black. Yeah. Okay. Your parents didn't give a fuck about that. No. Because you know, you know, you know that uh, situation. Oh yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> some Mexican Latinos families can be... they do not want their daughters dating black men. <laughs> no, yeah. I know that from personal that. experience. Your parents are not. Like oh, that? you know from personal experience. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, you dated a Latina. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. like five years, and then all of my brothers, they have kids with. Uh, I mean, their wives are. All Mexican. Oh, damn. All, every single brother. All of them? All of them, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So you wanted to carry that on, huh? I mean, it just happened. <laughs> I mean, I was in Southern California, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's nothing yeah. but Latinos in there. Yeah. Yeah. And her uh, her parents did not like me. Because, because you were just, black? Yeah, just because I was black, you know? Yeah, that's, that's hard. The like, funny thing is... I mean, me and her are still cool. We're just like friends and shit now. But mm-hmm. this was like way back in like 2008 and shit. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is now she ended up, after me, she ended up being with another black guy. And then they ended up having a kid together and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't work out for her family anyway, exactly. huh? So yeah. yeah, her mom was racist as fuck. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of, uh, why is that? You know... I think it's, it's media has to do a lot with that, because you know how like media, every time you hear like some something like oh some robbery or like some drive by or some anything like negative, mm. it's mostly like black people supposedly, mm. which we all know that's not that's not. I true. mean, it's mostly black and brown. That's what I don't understand. That, yeah, I mean, we both are in the same fucking predicament. Yeah, we go through the same struggles. We. Yeah, both oppressed community, marginalized community. So mm. it's like, I don't know. I think it's it's a little bit of that. Like our family sees that, and they think like everybody's like that, and like the race in general is like that. You date my, outside your race? Have I dated outside my race? Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. White boys? No. Yeah, no, nah, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I tried once. <laughs> That's you tried. I yeah. 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 I mean, not. I mean, like, I started talking to a, a white guy, and I was, was like, this? nah, this... College? Uh, nah, it was, like, some... <laughs> it was my boss's... Some friend of my boss's, and she tried to hook us up. Like, she you, really liked me. You were like, trying to get that raise? She was cool. Nah. <laughs> Not that way. <laughs> uh-huh. No, nah, she was just... She was hella nice, and I guess, like... I don't know. I was telling her about some stuff that I was going through, and I guess like she wanted to hook me up with you a guys white boyfriend. A couple dates. Yeah, but that get physical. No, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hard to relate to somebody that doesn't know, like you know, the struggle. Yeah, it's just like what the hell are we gonna talk about, like mm-hmm. you know. And he was like privileged, and no. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that is a problem. Yeah. So you uh, you said you are into uh, like community service and shit. Well, not community I, like jail community service, but like <laughs> no, you're like, yeah, you're I'm an activist. Jail. 
Yeah, I'm a wannabe activist. Like, I'm not there yet. What are some things that you are really into, uh, you're passionate about as far as activism? Um, like, I guess, like, equity in our educational system. Mm. Um, and then, uh, as well as the criminal justice system. Like, I think it's really, like, fucked up for brown and black people. And you probably are. Everybody knows that yeah. at this point. Um, so I guess like for me, I like to spread awareness to people that otherwise put it, wouldn't be like exposed to what the reality is of these systems. Mm -hmm. Cause I've had like a couple maybe like family members or like kind of like not close friends, but that kind of don't know what it is to grow up, you know, like in an underprivileged atmosphere you know like neighborhood and they don't know i guess like the real perspective on many things that the systems that affects us all as community so i like to like be like you know what no this is this that way and like i like to post a lot of things on social media about it and i've been to a couple of protests in the past but you ever volunteered for any cause or anything Volunteer for a cause? Um, not yet. I want to do that though soon. Are you really into like women's rights and all that shit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it affects all of us. Yeah, yeah. So, but I still haven't been to like that. What is that? The May Women's Right March that they do? Uh, like, I have no idea. They have a women's. I still right. haven't been to that. Talking about that pussy a hat march yeah that one <laughs> that one i don't even know if that's it i think that was just i don't know i might be wrong but yeah okay yeah. i didn't know there was a, mo a woman's rights march yeah there, there's one but i'm not i don't think it's that one but yeah okay so i'm trying to in the future do more like community service in the future i want to like give back to the the oakland unified school district and maybe like start a little program like a fashion program and in, mm. in it Something like that. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever uh, made any uh, anything for anybody who was famous? I'm in the works, actually, right now. It's in the works? Yeah. It's um, Name drop this person? So, of course, you know who Jay-Z is, right? So, mm -hmm. he has um, a label that's called, like, Rock Nation label or something Rock like Nation, that. Yes. Yeah, but he has like a Latin division to it. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. You're <laughs> telling me you're working with Jay-Z? No. Oh. No. <laughs> Just somebody from his label. Somebody from Rock Nation. Yeah. From An artist? Yeah. It's actually their first Mexican artist signed. A woman singer? Yeah, a woman singer. Her not name. Rosalita, is it? No, she's not Mexican. She's not? Uh, she's not. You know who Rosalita is? Yeah. I love How do you know about her? I know I know shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you listen to reggaeton too? Reggaeton? Yeah. Man, not really. I mean, uh, I know. But I just, you know I, who I, I know is. music. I mean, I, say, I know where the lead is, yeah. Yeah, no. I she, like her. She's dope. Yeah, she. I like her too, but she's not. Um, She's actually Spanish. Mm, so she's okay. actually technically European. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not her. It's um. Her name is Victoria Alamala. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, she, it, there's a story behind that. Actually, I was working on my 
one of my projects from SF State, we were supposed to like design uh, for a, a student with disability. Mm-hmm. So I designed for this girl who happened to be a Selena fan, by the way. But um, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let me make a design that revolves around that, that has some influence in, in that. So I ended up making like a, a jumpsuit for this girl um, with a disability for our fashion show. And I took pictures, I, I took videos, I uploaded it on uh, my Instagram. And I happened to be following this artist like from months ago. Mm. And I always like, I, I, I always thought she was really dope. Like her style, her music, I really loved it. So I always like would show her love or like comment. Or, yeah. And then she started following me after a while. Um, so when I uploaded the, these videos, she commented on on the jumpsuit that I made for the disability artist. And she's like, oh my God, I love this. And and I couldn't believe it because I was following this artist and I really love her. And mm-hmm. like, I feel like I could relate to her a lot. Um, so I thought like, okay, let me just, I mean, I'm not gonna lose anything. Let me just ask her, you know, like I couldn't make it for you if you want. <laughs> and so, yeah, I tagged her and I told all of my friends like, oh, can you like my comments so she could see it? So she, so she won't miss it because you know artists they have like hella comments and uh-huh. likes or whatever so she ended up like responding to me and like she's like inbox yeah like i would love to like inbox me um direct message me and um we'll see and then yeah like we was ended she up already uh with rock nation mm-hmm. when this was going on yeah yeah she was signed like i think a year or two before yeah. And does she make music in uh, Spanish or? Yeah, she English? makes mostly in Spanish. What's her name again? Victoria La Mala. Okay. Yeah. You'll find her on my Instagram. Is it, <laughs> is it reggaeton music or? She, what I love about her is that she does all types of music. So she does like Mexican music, like mm-hmm. real Mexican music. And, but she sometimes mixes it up with like reggaeton music and like urban music yeah. in general. So. And she's like her, I guess one of her taglines, I guess you could say slogans, I don't know. But like she she wanted to say like, she would say like, oh, I'm the equivalent of like if Tupac and Selena had a baby. So like that's her oh. artist. So that, that would be her. Interesting. But yeah. <laughs> so, that would be a crazy ass baby. Right. Right. Good looking too. I know. <laughs> I, I love Tupac too, so I'm sure that would have been a cool baby. Like So you're basically making one piece for her or you're like making her own little cover I'm, art you design like all her clothes for a little album or something. It's that jumpsuit and you know, I'm a I'm gonna do my best in it, so maybe later on yeah. if she likes it, you know, we can right. continue to work together. Yeah, that'd be Yeah. That'll be dope. I know. I actually was supposed to fit her. I was supposed to go to LA um, j- just to go because I like going over there. But then I, I, I was also going to fit her over there because she stays out there. Um, but I was also going to, I was going to fit her before the quarantine happened and then this whole mess happened. But you, you met her before though, right? Yeah, yeah. I did fittings on her and everything already. Mm. That was the last fitting I was going to do to perfect the fit. Yeah. Um, but then this whole thing happened and that's put on hold. So, okay. Yeah. So how was, uh, besides that, how else has quarantine affected your life and your business? I mean, 
it's been good and bad for me. Like, I feel like I have a lot more time to work on projects that I need to work on. Like getting this whole brand thing rolling more. Um, But then also, I was also in the middle of interviews with some companies to get like a a full time job to get Mm. like like the money rolling, like an experience rolling for me. So now like that's put on pause too. So that's the bad side of it. What companies? Good and bad. Hmm? What companies? I was going towards like more of the LA companies. So I had like, uh, I was going to interview for Fashion Nova and like all these other companies. Fashion Nova's in LA? Yeah. Okay. Who the fuck created Fashion Nova? Do you know? Actually, I was looking it up because, you know, like I have to get before interviews or like if I like inter- if I apply for it, you have to kind of get like a knowledge of the company. But it was um, Middle Eastern people, actually. I still don't <laughs> understand what the fuck fashion over. is fashion over a brand of clothes or is just like is or is it just like Amazon where they just sell a whole bunch of other people's shit and what under mm-hmm. the fashion over. Supposedly it's a, a brand of clothes. It's a brand of clothes. Yeah, At this point, I think it's a brand of clothes now because people like. Yeah. I, like, so I can't you know, go on Fashion Nova and look for like uh, some Nikes or something like that. It's only Fashion Nova stuff. Yeah, it's only Fashion Nova. Okay. Yeah, that's what I didn't uh, understand about that. Yeah. And that shit blew up because everybody's fucking. Yeah, because they were backed by Cardi B too. <laughs> I don't know if you I mean, know. Yeah, I mean they were bigger before Cardi B came though. I mean they were already known, but way before Cardi B stepped that's on the true. scene. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of yeah. Anytime a celebrity backs up something, it like blows even up yeah, yeah. more. Okay. Yeah. So, what were you gonna uh, do for Fashion Nova? Um, I applied for. It's like a. It was a sample coordinator position because I was just really just trying to put, put like my foot in the door because it's honestly it's That's harder doing more than putting your foot in the door working for Fashion Nova, don't you think? Yeah, but like you know it's. A sample coordinator is not the same as like a designer. What is that exactly? So it's just like you would be handling like the samples of uh, that come in for photo shoots mm. and like organizing them, like kind of inventorying them, putting in order, like um, all those kind of things before yeah. photo shoots. Okay. Yeah. But it's not like designing. So it's harder to get in designing in a, in a company because they want like a hell of a lot of design experience before they hire you or mm. through an internship. So I thought I could just. And you're past the internship phase. You're like, I'm over that shit. Mm, I feel like maybe 70% of me wants to like get over that. <laughs> but I feel like I just need one more experience under my belt mm. to like to have better opportunities as a, like when I'm applying for all these jobs as a designer. So basically, you want to move to LA? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How come you haven't made the move yet? Well, actually, I was supposed to this summer, <laughs> but okay. I don't think that's going to happen anymore, to be honest. That's okay. probably going to happen more like the end of the year or beginning of the year. Yeah. Why do you like LA so much? Is it just because of that's the place to be if you're in for that, uh, what you do? Or you like yeah. the lifestyle? In the, in the West Coast, it is. And mm-hmm. in, in the East Coast, it would be New York. So. I want a couple years in LA and then hopefully in New York. But besides that, like, I, I don't, they have like nicer weather. I'm not going to lie. I don't like cold weather. Like yeah. the barriers. 
but you don't think it's better out here because there's less competition in your field instead of going down to LA where they're like everyone wants to be a fucking actor singer or like fashion (laughs) designer that's true that's true I mean yeah but there's more opportunities too than here so okay yeah how often do you go to LA every year every like mostly every summer actually that's where I go yeah all right. Well, uh, these masks. Where do, where can people find these masks? From? So I just um, finished. Kind of no, not really finished, but it's like eighty percent done. Uh, my website where I have like my work. It's kind of like my portfolio, mm-hmm. and then also my mask section. So um, you just go to my Instagram at. La Fashionista, actually La underscore Fashionista underscore Ayala. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I you gotta have to, to spell that. Shit I need out. to change that. Yeah, that's very long. Yeah, but Ayala is like A Y A L A, and then you go there, and then I have the link tree on my bio, and then that just leads you to the mask and my website. What uh, made you start? Making these masks, where you're just like, oh shit, this is an opportunity to make some money, or no, did some, or did someone no. uh, come up to be like, yo, can you do this for charity or some shit? Actually, my mom was kept telling me like, can you make some masks for everybody? Like, can you make your, some masks from your dad? He needs some because he's still gonna be working. And so I was still trying to navigate, trying to survive quarantine because it was just hard for me at first, and. So I finally ended up making these masks and then um, for the family. And then I posted it on Facebook mm-hmm. for, yeah, I posted it on Facebook before Instagram. And then people started telling me like, oh, how much are you selling them for? You should sell them. You should sell them. So I started getting all these people telling me that. So I'm like, oh, what the hell? Let me just sell them, I guess. How Let me have fun with it. 15 each. $15? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, they're nice. They're worth fifteen dollars. <laughs> I mean, I mean, fifteen dollars is not a lot of money. Yeah, to me, yeah. it's not. Some people are selling them for like forty you now. Yeah, some people are like going overboard with these. Like, oh, like it's like an accessory now. Like you yeah. got the fancy purse, you have the fancy mask now. Yeah, like. Yeah, I think it's stupid though. But <laughs> I mean, some people do. <laughs> Just give me a regular ass paper mask, and I'm good. <laughs> Yeah. Some yeah. people like to be extra though, so I guess it fits them. Yeah. I'm actually gonna join like a um a startup, a women's startup group that just makes like fancy as like masks with hella embellishments and different stuff. So What's the name of this fun. group? Uh Masquerade. That's a good name. Yeah. So it's just a bunch of women making masks. Mm-hmm. From the like a bunch of women from the Bay Area. Actually, Anne Marie, which you met before. Anne Marie Bustamante. Mm-hmm. Did she create it? Hmm? Did she create this woman? No, um, a friend of hers or like a roommate of hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys going to sell the mask or give them away for charity? So they have this one deal where like if you buy a mask, I think you get like three donated to a charity of your choice. Okay. So, yeah. Well, if you happen to make a mask and stitch Everyday Celebrity Podcast, I would definitely buy that one. Okay. We'll see. (laughs) 
I'll talk to them. Because <laughs> I don't have an embroidery machine. I'm working on that. But yeah. Do you know how to uh, embroider? No, I'm going to learn, though. I have all this time now. <laughs> embroider is just like stitching, right? Yeah, but it's like... It's like fancier version yeah, or something? Yeah, you have to have like a certain machine for that. No, you good at like stitching up patches and like jeans and shit? Like if I have a rip in my jeans? Yeah. yeah. I do my sisters all the time. <laughs> my okay. sisters, my brothers, everybody. Yeah. All right. I also like, um, like if the pants are too long, I do the hem too. Yeah. Mm. Yep. All right. Well, um, tell the people where they can find you. Like tell them your website. Uh, my yeah, tell them, tell them, your, <laughs> tell them your Instagram where they can uh, buy your mask. I know you already said it, but let them know again. Say it slowly and 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 okay. and, and spell so it out. My for Instagram us. is La Fashionista, which is L A underscore Fashionista underscore Ayala. So A Y A L A. That's my Instagram, and then uh, my Facebook would just be Margarita Ayala. Um, and then just M A R G, just like the drink M A R G A R I T A Ayala A Y A L A, and then my website. I don't know about memory. <laughs> You're gonna have to post it like somewhere in here. I don't know. Yeah, video. I'll post it. I guess. Sorry, you know I don't know it. I just did it. But yeah, if you could post it, that would be great. All right. Are you selling clothes on your website? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. That's gonna be in the works. Just an inform just information stuff on there yeah it's like my portfolio slash my math site right now yeah well all right um and also and do you have an email for the young black and brown wimp children who want to reach out to you (laughs) yeah um, probably be your intern or something so it, it would just be my name again margarita um and then period ayala at gmail.com all right. Well, you heard it first here. Uh, Everyday Celebrity Podcast. If you guys want to reach out to Margarita, listen to whatever the fuck she said. I'm not going to repeat it, but listen <laughs> listen to all that. Reach out to her. Support her. Uh, this is the perfect time to support her and buy those masks. Uh, they're only $15. And, um, yeah, if you are a black or brown young woman teenager who have any questions about the fashion industry i would love to help yeah what it takes to make it in that world Mm -hmm. or you just want any some type of direction or i don't know if she's looking for that or you can try to be her intern or something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) reach out to her that's a good idea (laughs) i didn't think about that yeah you just said you need help and shit Mm -hmm. so yeah so margarita thanks for coming on everyday celebrity podcast thank you for having me it was fun yeah i love this idea that you have going on yeah yeah hopefully you get real famous and (laughs) you can give me a shout out when you're at rock nation and shit for sure that's gonna happen yeah i love helping like other people doing their thing like especially in oakland and the bay area Mm -hmm. so of course that would happen dope dope (laughs) i see it coming you'll make it (laughs) All right. This is Jordan Margarita, Everyday Celebrity Podcast, and I am out. You. Uh-huh.